We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Welcome to the Wise Not Withered podcast. It's season three and this is episode number four. So today I'm going to be reading a lot of journal entries that are pretty personal. Um, Yeah, just reading through a lot of these entries really reminded me of just how many challenging experiences I went through and how writing about it really helped me get through them and keep pushing forward. So this episode is going to be called Just Trust. I didn't realize at what moment I started to think about that phrase. It's just been a phrase that um, periodically, I guess, in the last four years has just bounced around my mind, um, whether it's feeling uncertain about different things that are outside of my control or feeling worried about something. I just, it just came to me one day and I've, I've made art about it. And I, I just try to remind myself just trust. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, there were quite a few interesting journal entries that I'm just gonna, gonna go right into. So the first one, oh, oh boy, yeah, a couple of these are very, very uncomfortable, but here we go. I'm, I am so committed to being very vulnerable and honest in this podcast. So, December 7th, 2018, 11.50 p.m. Arg, I'm still feeling slightly unsettled by mistakenly thinking that, I'm not going to put the person's name, um, thinking that this person was a woman. You know, I don't even need reasonings and ways to blame him for the misunderstanding. I don't have to be made wrong in any way over this. So therefore, I don't need to blame him at all for the mistake. I thought about like, ugh, well, all of his profile pictures were cartoon girls and how his name ends in an A. That sinking feeling when I heard his voice then saw his face. I did think I handled it well, though. It was an honest mistake on my part, and I think I was kind about awkwardly asking him if he was a woman, OMG, and I have OMG all in caps and underlined, it feels weird, I feel kind of bad, and now the um, the next couple sentences are all in caps, I said, gah, it feels weird, huge letters for cathartic purposes, I am allowed to feel weird now, I am also allowed to let the weirdness be set free. It does not serve any purpose like self-punishment. I need not let the mistake define me, but rather I think I can be proud of how I chose to let him know the truth in a somewhat timely manner. We spoke for only 10 minutes. 
I could feel myself becoming disengaged with him, focusing on my own fears and worries and even kind of debating like, is this a woman I'm talking to? I guess I also feel like, especially these days, people are very, very touchy about stuff surrounding gender identity, but maybe it wasn't a big deal for him. Maybe Indonesian culture isn't as kind of obsessed with gender as a lot of Americans are. I wish this guy well. I thought his illustrations were great. I hope he doesn't feel bad or like stereotyped or anything that would make me look bad. And then I just wrote this three times. I allow myself to be forgiven. I allow myself to be forgiven. I allow myself to be forgiven. I forgive myself. I am love. And then I wrote in another color, like above all of this. I just sprawled it out all over the page. I just wrote, let love light the way. You are love embodied. Forgive and move on. Continue forth, my sweet girl. Yeah, so just lots of self-pep talks in this journal because there were just a lot of awkward moments um, or just uncomfortable moments, which I'll get more into. Um, Yeah, so, oh my gosh. Um, So another thing I wrote is that um, I wanted to upgrade my interviewing game. I wanted to really try to seek out more people and try to ask them the deeper and uncomfortable questions. But then one of the things I wrote down was, I don't need to feel bad for where I am right now. I am learning. I am improving. I knew this project was going to be a huge learning opportunity for me, but it's insane how much I feel I've already uncovered and shined a burning light onto already. I've also been projecting like hell onto um, my boyfriend at the time. I think some of my fears have been valid and I think I have started to try and really gather and keep my volatility to myself. I would like to receive acceptance and love from him for where I am in my life. So I must also accept and love him for where he is in his life. Okay. So next. Oh man, this was another just really uncomfortable interaction. So here we go. January 2nd, 2019. My heart is in pain. A small pain, but still there. I do feel bad. I don't want to offend anyone. I truly don't. I want to have someone from Australia on the team. I just want to have as diverse a team as possible and no one is from Australia yet. So I looked up some writers using hashtag writers of Australia, hashtag poets of Australia, One writer has quite a clever username and has a very cute dog. She also has a disability, something to do with her joints. I sent her a message because her posts are so articulate and raw, unapologetic. She got back to me and asked about how much I'm planning to pay everyone. I gave her the spiel and I suppose unsurprisingly, since her first question was about money, she was appalled at the $10 flat rate that I'm giving. I told her I understand what she's saying. And I quoted this, the artists from all over the world who are on my team have been brought together by a deep passion and desire for connection that extends beyond any monetary value. I think what's upsetting me most is the perceived perception I have of how she views me. I put a little face, just that idea of what I think someone else thinks of me. 
I guess I feel like she thinks I have a lot of money and I'm being stingy. Honestly, if I were approached by a random person who wanted me to make music for $10, I'm not sure if I would. I'm really surprised that she responded again to my message. She asked if I'm paying everyone $10 and she thinks I'm not properly supporting them. I get it. I'd also want more money. I don't know if I'll reply to her. I'll definitely just sleep on it at least just because it is after 3 a.m. That's crazy to me to read that I was up until 3 a.m. because I I do not do that anymore. Anyway, moving on. Maybe I will explain to her that I am also an artist and will be contributing music to the project. So as an artist, I do understand that $10 seems unfathomable for the amount of effort I'm asking. But as I mentioned before, I will have 100 artists to pay, adding up to $1,000 that I'm not going to focus too hard on. The best financial solution I can think of is to open up a crowdfunding page and split up our earnings. If she has any other suggestions from one struggling artist to another, I'd be happy to hear it. I am all for speaking up when one witnesses something they feel is unjust. I am also all for actionable, reasonable solutions. I am curious what this woman will suggest. It's funny though, because her Instagram posts are hella long. Like, honestly, she's written more in her captions than I'm asking for this story. (laughs) I am wondering if I should look into marketing or advertisement strategies just to see if I can make more money to pay the artists. I am love. Everything I do with this project comes from a place of loving kindness. I am love. Believe, be love. I will not cower in shame. I will not give up on this project because of one person's criticism. It's also important to realize that at the core, we both want the same things. We are both artists who would love to get paid more than we do, be appreciated for the work that we do. If money is her focus, that's okay. I send her love and let her be. I believe that I am doing the best that I can with what I have. The more I think about this woman, the more I actually want to connect with her. I can feel her pain through her words. We are also the same age, so we probably have a bit in common. I wonder where she grew up and what some of her aspirations and goals in life are. I am love when I wrote this three times. Believe, be love. Believe, be love. Believe, be love. Yeah. So moving on to my next entry. This was January 23rd, 2019. I'm feeling tired and discouraged right now. I haven't been keeping up with the podcast or show and it's been hard to find people that want to participate in the project. I know I'm allowed to feel tired and discouraged. I guess I also need to focus on what's going well. Let's do it in a list format. And I have two little bullet points. I've assigned writers and illustrators for nearly half of the characters. That's pretty amazing. And the second one is I have had really inspiring and stimulating conversations with a lot of the women I've recruited. Yeah, I set out to do a lot and it's just interesting reading back because it's, you know, three years later now. Um, And it's like, I almost feel like my past self would be like, oh my God, I'm still not done with it three years later. But at the same time, I do have a lot of compassion for myself. This is a side project in addition to my job. 
in addition to wanting to go back to grad school, in addition to making music, it's it's just a balancing act. I have so many things I want to do, so many things that I am doing, so many roles that I am in my life and just so many things. And I want to give myself grace and I want to give myself patience and time and just trust, just trust that making small steps in the direction that I want to go in is really all I can do. Yeah, I I know I set out to do a lot and I've faced some real burnout. Um, But even though I got tired, I am still proud of myself for doing 25 character showcase episodes. And I'm still proud of myself for continuing on with this project and doing stuff, making updates in whatever capacity I'm able to do with all of the things that I have intentionally put onto my plate. It's not like anyone else is pressuring me to do all of these things. It's all stuff that I want to do, but it can be a lot sometimes. Um, Yeah, so the last entry I wanted to read was from February 3rd, 2019, 9.02 p.m. The creative process is underway. It is beginning. It is starting. The stories and characters are coming to life. And I am exhausted. I'm so glad I didn't go to my little cousin's birthday party tonight. I didn't want to be around my loud family. I've been feeling super tired the last week and I'm not getting enough sleep. I have to stop checking why is not weathered emails when I first wake up. It's really eating my time. I have done well in not taking things personally and generally am staying very positive and lighthearted. Then I wrote in all caps, just trust. These two words come up a lot in my head, especially recently. It's helped me to feel better and calm down when I feel any kind of negative fear come up in my heart. I need to meditate again. Haven't done that in a while. Time to start. Ha! Which is funny because now I, I have my meditation practice. I do it every morning. I've been doing it every morning um, for about a year now. Um, yeah, like last April was actually when I um, when I decided to break up with my boyfriend that I've mentioned a few times over this podcast. And I just knew that cutting off someone who had become such an important part of my life for almost seven years... I just knew that I really needed to pick up something that would um, fill me up, you know, like meditation practice. So I'm really, it's just, it's very interesting to read back at the things that I said I wanted. And now years later, I'm doing it. So, you know, I'm proud of myself proud of myself for doing these things that are good for me. And it's also interesting to read that I say I have to stop checking why is not weathered emails when I first wake up. That's been that's been a a real journey um, over the last few years in particular that I, I feel like I feel like I do have a pretty good handle on it now. The first thing I do when I wake up is meditate. I have, I use the um, Calm app 
And so I have my daily calm that I do every single morning. Um, so I just, I wake up and I don't check my phone. Like I don't check my messages or Instagram or, you know, and I, I actually, um, have a limit on my Instagram now, only 15 minutes a day. So that goes for all of my accounts. I have so many accounts on Instagram. So while I am trying to put out more content on Instagram, I'm also trying to limit my use of it. But yeah, so I try to do things specifically for myself, things that I know are going to nurture me and make me feel good. And then I will read emails or messages or whatever has come up over the night or during the morning. Yeah, so it's just, it's just very interesting. Um to look back at the kind of person I was and the kinds of struggles that I had and just know that I have been there for myself. You know, this, I knew this project was going to be a lot and I knew it was going to take a lot from me, um, but it's also given a lot to me as well. Ways that I have allowed other people to inspire me and lift me up and ways that I have also done that for myself. So thank you for listening to episode four and you'll hear from me again in May. Bye bye.